Hey, everybody, and welcome to the official podcast of Oklahoma Next Gen Leaders. This podcast exists to empower the next generation of leaders through intentional mentorship. In this episode, we will be hearing from Val Hughes. Now, before you get into this podcast, there's a few things that you need to do. I need you to subscribe to this podcast and follow us on social media. This way you can stay up to date on fresh content and brand new episodes. Val has served alongside her husband, Rick, as pastor of Victory Worship Center in Ponca City for the past 30 years. She graduated from OSU with a bachelor's degree in elementary ed and also holds a master's degree in education. Needless to say, her passion for young adults and students is second to none. I cannot wait to share this podcast with you. So let's jump in. I am so thrilled to be talking with you all. This podcast is so exciting. I want to give a huge shout out to Blaine Jones. He's the one that pushed us to do this podcast. He's one of our behind the scenes guys that are making all of this wonderfulness happen. I also want to say a big thanks to Merrick Faulkner because he's the voice behind the Next Gen podcast. So guys, thanks for making all this come together for everyone across Oklahoma. You guys are awesome. One of our missions for Next Gen is that we are led by God's Spirit and guided by His Word. So important. We've got to get to the place that we're led by the Spirit of God and guided by His Word, and that we're working every day to develop pure spirits and pure hearts, which would be our human spirits. Several years ago, Raymond Woodward spoke of the test of leadership, and I was as I was praying about this podcast, I That topic just came to me so strongly. So I want to start with Job 23, verses 10 through 11. says this, He knows the way that I take. When he has tested me, I shall come forth as gold. My foot has held fast to his steps. I have kept his way and not turned aside. And then in 2 Timothy 2, 15, Be diligent to present yourself approved to God a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Now, when we see that word approved, really we could say that it means tested or tried. So, you know, God is, he's testing us and he is seeing if we're going to be approved. But the opposite is also true. If I think of Titus 1, 15 through 16, Titus 1, 15 through 16 says, to the pure, All things are pure, but to those who are defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure. Even their mind and conscience are defiled. They profess to know God, but in their works, they deny him being abominable, disobedient, and disqualified for every good work. So the opposite approved or tested or tried means that we are unfit for use. We are unapproved and we basically didn't pass the test. You know, God, the great teacher, he allows tests to build and to grow us. I know, I know. It's not a very popular podcast subject, I realize, talking about tests. And sometimes when we think about these tests, we get it all messed up. In the middle of a test from God or when God is working on proving our inner person, we think, Does God seriously hate me? I mean, God, this is tough stuff. I don't even like it. But the opposite is so true. 
God loves us so much to allow us to be tried and tested and found to be faithful because remember, he's testing us to see if we will be approved. So when we're born of water and spirit, we're really ready to take on the world. We're like, oh, I'm ready. Just preach the gospel to millions of souls that are lost. However, just stop right where you're at right now. As Adam Shaw would say, cue the dramatic music and say, however, with a huge dramatic pause. God loves us so much that he lovingly offers us some preparation time. Kind of time to get our inner man approved unto God and to work out all those kinks and those heavenly garden hoses. Kind of like untangling hopelessly tangled strings of Christmas lights, which is absolutely not my favorite. But God is so wise. He offers us preparation time to heal our inner selves and to grow up in him. So think about it this way. We're born again, and then we're called to some exciting, but slightly terrifying ministry. And we think, oh, this is fantastic. Any day now, my ministry will be launched and I'll be, you just fill in the blank right there. You know, whatever you thought right there, it's fine. I won't tell. And then God, he plays a trick move. He places everything on pause mode and says, oh, not so fast there, oh, wise one. I have some people for you to meet. Have you ever heard of Abraham? God gave Abraham an amazing calling and promise and just basically left old Abe standing right there in the desert. Maybe God chuckled and said, oh, you know, he's anointed. He'll figure it out eventually. Now, how many times do you think that Abraham told God, um... You know, God, this isn't exactly the way I thought this whole deliverance thing was supposed to go. Come on, God. Seriously, these people don't even like me. And those Egyptians, they are beyond horrid. But God needed Abraham to submit to the process. The process is a super important concept. The process. Come on, say it with me. The process is where we learn to trust God to bring about his promises in his time and in his way. Because God's divine delays give us an opportunity to grow in faith and helps us see what is really in our hearts. God is testing. He's proving our motives and getting our attitudes under control. Yes, our attitudes. The process is God's way of proving us, but at the same time, making sure we're not going to blow up in pride later on, or just as awful, making sure we're healed of shame so we won't hurt someone because we all know that cliche that's overused, hurt people, hurt people, and oh, but it's so true. The process is where we learn about living spirit-led and not led by our human spirits or by our flesh because, you know, our flesh is controlled by our five senses. So let's think about it this way. Our emotions are what we feel, our will is what we want or what we desire, and our mind is what we think. So through the God-ordained process, we learn to guard our mouths and our tongues like Proverbs 21, 23 teaches us. Through the process, God reveals our inner motivations, our agendas, and he teaches us how to be vulnerable to God and his people. 
And you know, when we're vulnerable, that means that the roof is off, the walls are down, and our lives are an open book. We are not hiding anything. We don't have any hidden agendas, but it's through that process that God does that. Through the process, God tests us. And sometimes we're asked to do jobs that we are sure are beneath us. What? You want me to sweep the fellowship hall? But I'm called to this mighty ministry. And we might not always say that, but, you know, sometimes we think it. And then through the process, God tests our motivation. He checks us to see if we really want a ministry to see if everyone knows our name. Or if we just be content until our very last day, living out a life of faith for the Lord and be so obscure that not even a single living person knows us or even knows our name. As time passes without anything happening to the call, even though we are positive that we heard from God, it might seem easy to succumb to discouragement, even get frustrated. I know those are all human spirit responses, and I'm fairly sure another mentor, David, was so tempted to be frustrated as he ran through the night one more time with King Saul's men just nipping at his broken down, worn out leather sandals. I'm sure God's process of proving and testing wasn't God's favorite way of preparing for the throne that was supposed to be his throne already and not Saul's, but we digress. That's another story. Sometimes the process might just seem like a dead end. You might be saying, I thought I heard God's voice call me, but it's been so long since that moment. I can hardly remember what God said. But in your spirit, you know exactly what God spoke to you. So going on here, there is an obscure passage in Judges chapter nine that I think is just positively brilliant. If you're speed reading, if you're half asleep during your Bible reading, you're going to read this and you're going to miss it. You know, kind of like one of those little tiny little Oklahoma towns that just has a post office on a little two lane road. That's this passage in Judges chapter nine. This parable is referred to as the parable of promotion. That doesn't that sound important. The parable of promotion. So it's Judges nine, seven through 15. When they told it to Jotham, he went and stood in the top of Mount Gerizim and lifted up his voice and cried and said unto them, Hearken unto me, you men of Shechem, that God may hearken unto you. The trees went forth on a time to anoint a king over them, and they said unto the olive tree, Reign over us. But the olive tree said to them, Should I leave my fatness wherewith by me they honor God and man and go to be promoted over the trees? And the trees said to the fig tree, Come thou and reign over us. But the fig tree said unto them, Should I forsake my sweetness and my good fruit and go to be promoted over the trees? Then the trees said to the grapevine, Come and reign over us. And the vine said to them, Should I leave my wine, which cheers God and man, and go be promoted over the trees? Then all the trees said to the bramble, Come thou and reign over us. The bramble said unto the trees, If in truth you anoint me king over you, then come and put your trust in my shadow. If not, let fire come out of the bramble and devour the cedars of Lebanon. Now in that passage, we see the word promotion three times. And so 
God is teaching us a principle through nature that we cannot allow ourselves to become bitter at the lack of movement with our ministry. And so if God spoke to you, it's going to come to pass. If, if it was God, I promise it's going to come to pass eventually. So don't despair. Don't fall into the trap of living angry, being frustrated every day. Because all the trees except for one, they knew their places and they were content to just stay in the waiting. Get that phrase, in the waiting. The olive, fig, and the grapevine all refused to be promoted outside of the will of God. But however, old arrogant bramble bush boy had to go on and get his ministry going sooner, faster, smoother than all the other trees. And you know, Truly, there's so many people like old Bramblebush boy. They're getting ahead of God and forcing something to happen in their flesh, manipulating, pushing here and there. I'm just going to talk to this person. I'm just going to do this. No, 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 no. All that is manipulation. And we have to, remember, be led by the Spirit. We have to be guided by His Word. And we have to stay submitted to the process. So during the process... You might do something like this. Teach yourself something during this time of proving and waiting. Remember, we are working to be approved by God and we are working to have pure hearts. So you might study Bishop David Bernard's books on doctrine and separation. You might watch Bishop Chester Wright's inner healing YouTubes. You need to be healed of shame. We all need to be healed of shame. Study Eugene Wilson's books on realign or rodentivity. That will help you find your purpose, help you figure out what it is to work in ministry. You can study the backstory of Judges 9 about Jotham and Abimelech. You could read Dr. Henry Cloud's books, Maybe Safe People, Boundaries. Those are great books to start. Or you could read your Bible in 90 days. And then after you finish the 90 days, you could do it all again. Anyone need bookmarks? Wink, wink. God is giving you time to prepare for yourself and your life calling. You simply cannot give what you don't have. I'll say that again. You simply cannot give what you don't have. So you have to find your place right now and swim in your lane. Don't be tempted to look at all the other swimmers in the pool. Remember, God alone promotes us when he says we're ready. So it's God alone who promotes us. He puts up one. He takes down another. We have to trust him. He is wise. He is the only wise one. And so while you're in the waiting, use your time wisely. So let's think about the process. It's this. So there's a seed of ministry that's planted you by God. Then later your ministry is birthed um, when God speaks to you. And we would call that the call of God. And then this long process of time happens, and that's called the test of ministry because God can't use us unless he tests us to know what we're made of, what our inner man is going to do. Finally, after we do all of those things, we reach the fulfillment of ministry. You might still be years away. I know, boo. It's such depressing news. But you know what? In the meantime, you have to be content with the process and stop trying to find an instant pot recipe just to get where you think you're going faster because that's a recipe for ministry disaster. Um, God's ways are not ever our preferred ways. 
you know, God has different thinking than we do because we're not God. God's proving is a lifetime process. Back to our mentors. Abraham is a father of millions of Jews today. Jesus is from the lineage of King David. And just like they did, we have to learn from them and we have to submit to the process. We have to learn to be content in God's waiting room. As a matter of fact, Kim Haney has written a fabulous book called Just That, God Has a Waiting Room. You might want to read it. Where you're going is amazing. You got to believe that. The promises of God are yea and amen to those who believe. I love each of you so much. If you've got time, I'd love to hear what you're doing in the waiting, in the process. My email is vlhcoffee at gmail.com. So I'm going to talk to you soon. Until then, I am praying for each of you to be spirit-led, make good decisions based on the Word of God, and stay in the process because you and Jesus, you got this. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Oklahoma Next Gen Podcast. We exist to empower the next generation of leaders through intentional mentorship. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow us on social media.